0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Scouting for Growth, the podcast dedicated to exploring the strategies, innovations, and minds that drive business growth and success. During our Starting for Growth session, we delve into the world of corporate startup collaboration and partnerships, as well as growth strategies deployed by corporate and institutional investors, as well as those who support them. Today, we are incredibly excited to welcome on the show, Per Exberg, the CEO of Legly, Legally is a revolutionary platform that leverages the power of AI to provide critical insights on B2B contracts before and after signing. This helps sellers, purchasers, and lawyers to engage in efficient and accurate contract reviews, thereby saving precious time. During our discussion today, we will be diving deep into three fascinating topics. First, we will learn about Per's journey and the inspiration that led to the creation of Legly. What was it that spurred him to set up this AI-driven platform for B2B contracts? Next, we will explore why SaaS platforms for legal contracts are not just an added convenience, but an essential tool for today's entrepreneurs, and how do they play a role in supporting and streamlining business operations? Finally, we will delve into the three most crucial best practices that entrepreneurs and their legal departments can adopt to make the most of those platforms, particularly when scaling their enterprises. So whether you are an entrepreneur seeking to optimize your legal processes, a lawyer looking for the latest tech in contract review, or someone intrigued by the interaction, intersection of AI and law, this episode is one you won't want to miss. And remember, if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is invaluable in helping us bring you the most relevant and impactful discussions. If there is a topic you would love to hear more about, don't hesitate to get in touch with us through the channel option listed below. Now, without further ado, let's dive right into our conversation with the innovative and visionary leader of Legly, Per Axberg. Hi, Per. Welcome to Scouting for Growth. Thank you, So, How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good and very curious to learn about you and Legly. So first, I want to know a little bit more about you. As a corporate person, I've read somewhere that your career extends many years and you were nine years in Danske Bank. And then I want to get into why you set up
1: Legly. Well... Danske Bank was my, yeah, my my first job. I was actually working measuring image and customer perception for, for a bank, uh, especially during the financial crisis uh, in 2007 and, and in those years. Nine, I guess was. Uh, so there was an interesting job uh, doing that. But I, I mainly got there because I studied economics at university. And I was living in southern Sweden. I still am. Uh, and and Danske Bank is a big uh, bank in Copenhagen, which is bordering just to southern Sweden. A lot of people commute between them. Uh, uh, Meanwhile, I also had some companies on the side uh, running some businesses, not that much advanced things. We were running this, we were
0: uh,
1: for example, we were um, saving versions of websites uh, for, for municipalities and so on, to be able to go back and see what it looked like 10 years ago and so that Uh, and me doing that we 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 needed a a contract one day so I went to one one of my best friends uh, and uh, he was a lawyer at one of the big firms well-known firms in Sweden and he said I'm going to give you this friendly price and and the the friendly price for that contract was like uh, half of the cash that we had in the company pretty much so so I just well that's not going to work so, but that guy and I, we actually sat down and started looking into, okay, what can we do here? Okay, how can we make, uh, I'm not, I can't be the only one that needs a cheap contract uh, for less money. Uh, so, so we realized, okay, let's build a platform where we can match lawyers, use their spare capacity. I mean, they're consultants. They need to sell the time and do all these things. We can just buy the time that they haven't sold already for less, then they had to spend less time selling themselves and they uh, and they still make a profit of it. And we can sell their time for less money to startups. But what happened was that it was actually quite large companies, global companies, who started using this service, uh, needing lawyers to check incoming contracts, kind of a bulk, a bit boring task to go through these standard documents to see is there anything that is at risk here, is there anything that breaches our preferences, our guidelines, and so on. And from there, um, we we realized that well, now technology started to get better. Uh, they started to become a- AI as such. It started to be, be able to do things uh, more on on for for commercial purposes. Uh, we at the same time we also met this lawyer, uh, head of law at the big company, who said that well, I made a small business card for the wild card that I handed out to my salespeople. And it was wild stood for warranty, indemnity, limitation, liability, and delay. And he said, "Please just focus on these four things, uh, and we can um, we get rid of most of the risks at least, Uh, because before they didn't check anything pretty much. So there we had okay, we had a, a business case where people companies are getting incoming contracts; they need to support to review them. We got some structure from a company on how can you actually structure what is a contract review for for a robot. I mean, you can't just tell it review this; you have to." Formalize that in a way, structure that in a way. And that was the first step to legally those four concepts shaking for warranties, indemnity, limitation, liability, and delay, uh, which we launched a few years ago. And, and today it's much, much more than that.
0: So you started by trying to match lawyers and so sellers and uh, mm. purchasers, so mm. enabling them to find legal uh, help uh, mm-hmm. for less and mm-hmm. so now that has moved to something else where you're actually able to use artificial intelligence and probably you have already available template contracts to actually mm-hmm. enable people to actually work faster so I want to mm-hmm. understand so what is likely today because you mentioned it's much more
1: mm. well likely today is uh, to st- the, In the easiest way, we'll say it. It's, it's a robot that acts pretty much like a lawyer would do. You, you can upload one contract. You can go to our website and just upload one for free to try it. Uh, and then the uh, you will get back uh, within a minute or so um, the document and there will be highlights, different colors and comments on the side telling you what to focus on, what is important. Uh, you could tailor that also to be more that like what is breached to our guidelines and so on. So that's like the fundamental machine or the service, uh, and that that uh, that helps companies to check contracts really before signing pre signature documents before they're signing to ensure they are complying with the with the preferences. But we also can take this machine that can read these documents and apply that on on the contract portfolios. For, for for law firms checking on due diligence, legal due diligence, when you're buying or selling a company to go be able to go through large amounts of documents to check for, is does it contain these things? What documents looks for these things so that you each easier can narrow it down and focus on, okay, we need to check these documents as well. Or for companies who are working with governance and risk uh, and and, want to, uh, and really don't have a clue of what does it look like in our documents. Many, many of the contracts may be in different parts of the world and they haven't structured them anywhere. But using the AI here, you can actually start filtering or searching live on, okay, I, I, one, one example, which is quite um, apparent is the inflation. You're starting to get inflation now in the world. You, some companies want to start looking into where can we increase prices? Then you want to find, okay, what documents with and more than a year of uh, agreement term uh, do include a price index clause, and which does not include a price index clause. So, okay, now we can actually contact these companies to do this and, and so on. Um, before you had to read it through all the documents, there could be thousands of them, and now we could just uh, drag and drop pretty much, and, and and you get a list of them directly, uh, where you can click down through and actually see what it says, or so so So, um, so that is, that's what legal is today. Um, Doing doing more of a, uh, uh, finding lots of things in the documents, helping you to go through uh, contract much much faster, but in particular helping non lawyers to find these things in in uh, uh, in the contract before signing. People are not maybe not be used to checking for things to so be able to find breaches to the preferences before involving the rest of the organization before waiting for some weeks for the legal team to come back with feedback and so on. And thereby be able to handle much more in the contract process.
0: So that leads to two to additional questions for me. Hmm? So, who is your customer? Is hmm. it a big company? Is it a startup? It is both. Is it both? And then you mentioned contracts and, and portfolio of contracts. Where hmm. is Legly most suited for? Is it for everything? Tell us, where does people... Where do people use the platform most?
1: Well, it, it's it, depending on who, who you are really. We we have a, a quite big flow of, of users coming in from the internet Googling uh, support and they just need someone to check one document and that's what they have for the rest of the year. And they may not have that much more. That could be like a start, so, uh, in an early phase. Uh, if we talk, uh, but we, we have a lot of larger companies using that as well to more structure the contract uh, management process here to start that, okay, usually salespeople are the ones receiving the documents from their customers. Uh, And and they are the ones who knows the deal, knows the business, knows who the customer are, the relation, all these things. And and they are much more suited to actually check these documents as far as they can, because they they can see if this is a very important customer, is it not, and so on. can Can we trade in other ways to do these things? So the more you can help the salespeople to do this, the better the process will be the cheaper the process will be and much faster as well. Uh, but of course, many of these larger companies doing that also have legal teams. They may also be there. We're not replacing any lawyers or as such. They may be the ones coming in, but instead of being asked to review the whole document, like, please check this, and they just, oh, not another one of these. They may get two or three questions. Is this okay? Can we do something about that? How about this? Uh, And by doing that, you get much more efficient structure, checking these documents in a much faster way.
0: No, that's superb. And so when you actually look at where you are today, so you mentioned you were in banking and then you started building side businesses and now, likely, is your main occupation, I assume. Mm -hmm. So where are you from uh, scale and growth viewpoint? I mean, we had... um, Covid and mm-hmm. now we are going to recession. I'm sure you probably are very lucky because you're in an area where probably contracts is being checked mm-hmm. even more. Where are you as a business now?
1: Per? We, we are in we we are in a quite early phase still as a company. As such, we've been working for quite a long time to actually get that product market fit, and and now we are more moving into this scaling process. Um, so, so we have a number of customers. We have been working with them for a long time. They are renewing uh, the usage of it, and are quite satisfied with, with this service. So, so, so that's where we are as uh, in our in our travel as as a as a company uh, or as, as a startup, we can say. Uh, at the same time, we deal with quite advanced things here. We talk to people quite how, high up in organizations. And so. on. So, so we are. Uh, it's not that we just tested something carefully. We've been out there really working with with um, with with big organizations, both on security assessments, on how to to uh, to analyze this on how will this AI impact the human beings' minds. Is it biased to one thing and so on? Uh, and also, um, really ensuring that it does deliver what it's supposed to do.
0: You know, I remember uh, five, six years ago when I started working on my acceleration program, I remember I had lawyers coming and working alongside uh, me with the accelerator and talking about how the legal field will be disrupted by artificial intelligence at the time. So what do you think AI has brought to the legal field? And how do you feel it's going to evolve in the next few years?
1: Well, the legal field as such, I mean, focusing on on, on law firms now, where we uh, talk to, or we are doing this legal diligence projects with them, helping them to rapidly go through more volumes of of things. There have been a lot of people asking, like, can we do an exclusive deal here and so on? And and it's quite, to them, If today, it's something that, well, we could be a front runner having this kind of AI. In my world, give it six months or a year, maybe two years, and it's going to be a, a hygiene factor if you don't have it. So who are you then? So so that that's I think where it's going to be. I mean, we're not going to overall. It's classic that okay, we're going to um, help them to be de- spending more time on advanced tasks, the way they really can be the experts and so on. That that's going to happen uh, naturally. But very much these things that um, um, the, the the law law firms and that's I think that goes for pretty much any company today, really. The law firms uh, that get on the train now, starting to implement these, start to test how to work with it, how to fit it there, it work the best. They will be fine uh, going on. Those who doesn't do it, those who say, "Well, let's wait and see for the for the how uh, when the products are perfect for us and so on," they probably going to be waiting for a long time, and and at that time. Maybe it's not just the technology that has evolved, maybe the whole market has evolved the new pricing models, new business models and all these things. So, so I think it's very central that um, right now it's or and looking at where you are today and looking into where you will be in the future uh, within the legal field. You have to start testing these kind of tools and how to get an understanding of it so that you can structure your work. Uh, in a better way that suits this kind of technologies in a way, or at at least be maturing how to use this kind of of solutions because they they will become a hygiene factor for most of you in the future.
0: So, you know, it's been a craze, right, over the past uh, Mm. few months since November Mm -hmm. with generative AI. Mm -hmm. So, is Legly using chat GPT-4, are you leveraging also generative AI as part of your, you know, modeling framework?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we don't use ChatGPT. Uh, um, what it, it was it? GPT. Uh, but we are. Uh, the, it's been a lot of things there. I mean, they, they are one of them. We have Bloom. You have uh, Dolly. You have uh, lots of new models coming up. Uh, at the same time, uh, these are the, the ones we've been mentioning. Now are like the big ones. They're really heavy and so on. And there's a parallel world as well, developing a lot of these models. Uh, Maybe a bit more specific on certain tasks, but but just almost just as good as they are and so. On. And what we do is constantly testing these things, uh, taking the data and the structure. Because what we have in the background, and I think, was kind of unique in a way for or necessary for company here is that you have data, you have uh, structured data, you have an understanding of how to structure it, you have an understanding on how to categorize it. Uh, and what, since you have that, we can take any of these new models uh, and test them on our environment and see does this improve and so on and uh, does this get better does it worse? in what what way can it help us what specific task can it help us to be better so, so by doing that we always even though we are a really small company we are five people so we can take the the state of the art technology and implement it really rapidly in our solutions ensuring that it delivers as good as it should be done out there without having any research departments without having hundreds of developers and so on. And that's, that's the beauty with this. Uh, I guess that's an advantage as well for a small company like ours because we can make really quick decisions on those things. We don't have to have a, a specific IT board meeting to discuss what should we try next and so on. We can just test it in a week and so on. So things are moving really rapidly and and, uh, and we don't use ChatGPT specifically, but overall the kind of models coming in is is definitely new.
0: Maybe. Yeah. So what you are saying is, you know, you use a different form of generative AI. And yes. us as users, we need to really understand generative AI goes beyond than chat GPT.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and I think that's what often people do not realize. There is a lot of models which are out there beside uh, the one we, we are using with the prompts. Mm-hmm. And so how do we how are you doing with competition? So as you know as we were going to talk to each other today, per, I went on the internet and I checked, you know, what was available around legal contract platforms. And mm-hmm. I think your platform is probably super competitive compared to some I've seen out there. So how is the market faring? And, you know, how do we evaluate competitors because some are super expensive yep. and I was really surprised of the gaps between yeah. what <laughs> you're doing and some others which are out there.
1: Well, well, uh, I guess that's kind of a, of, a, of the of the the market. It's a young market. We need to like really find where can we where can pricing be and so on. Pricing, I guess, for some companies, is usually what you've been able to charge, uh, perhaps in testing and so on. We found that our level is really suiting us because we have a lot of non-legal experts using the tool. That's usually the big number of people using the tool, and they are perhaps salespeople and so on. But you can have like. 200 salespeople, 2,000 salespeople in a company global-wise, while the legal team maybe would be seven people somewhere in, in, in a place. So that could be one reason. But but overall, competition uh, for us is usually more about, uh, should we use it or not? It, it's rarely that we are uh, discussing with uh, uh, suppliers or customers, potential customers, uh, Comparing to this other solution and so on. They're more like, okay, this is kind of a new thing. Let's look, let's look into this, let's see how we can work and so on. They may have before a platform for creating drafting contracts, they may have a platform for e-signature and those things that have been in the legal tech industry for, for a longer time. But these kind of contract review, extraction, analytics tools, they are there is a number of them, but they are not as many and not as well known to the merely So, usually it's for us that we have to build the market. Uh, that's the issues, rather than uh, compet- competing with, with others. But yeah, it, it's... That said, um, it also varies a lot on what we are specializing on and what we are really good at doing. Uh, some are definitely focusing much more on, on uh, certain types of industries or or certain types of role within organizations, or making different kind of combinations of, of tools. For us, it's very much about having okay this overall view. You can really filter in to see what documents are there. You can really find what what, what you want to look for, and then zoom into the document, have a document view to be able to read every single clause, or that way, starting with specific clause, realizing well, wow, does this is this in a contract. What other countries has it? And zoom out in that way. That kind of work, connecting their their board uh, with the with the head of law, with with the CFO and so on, with the organization, uh, is is something that we for us is very very important, and that we see that companies find to be a very much more practical way of dealing with these things, and less academic.
0: Yeah, I I can get I can see that. Even you know, the, the big corporation I'm working with, they are everybody's trying to find efficiency saving. Everybody mm-hmm. understands we can achieve efficiency saving with technologies such as artificial intelligence and the blockchain. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you know, put the lipstick on the pig and say, I'm using AI or blockchain. But at the end of the day, it's about, you know, how is the business going to operate to be much mm-hmm. more predictive mm-hmm. and much more relevant for its customer at the right price, as you as you highlighted. Is legally able to provide contract templates because I've seen companies just doing templates right no, not we, providing we... that additional service which is okay is a contract relevant for me right mm-hmm. now or for my region right now
1: mm-hmm. well we we we, uh, we do not have in any templates anything like that what we help comes with is to check and understand those documents that you never seen before uh i mean checking that your template is fine that's other can do that and the drafting tools that that's other types of co- companies uh that we can integrate with of course uh because i guess you need both sides here um and this varies for some companies that's a lot of I mean especially if you're selling to consumers you may not get that many contracts coming in you're probably going to sell more sending your terms to the consumer uh while, while if you are selling more to businesses you probably going to be, have to be Microsoft or Google. Uh, otherwise, you will receive a lot
0: of documents coming in, even though you're, you're large. Very helpful. Um, and so that takes me into another part of the question I wanted to evaluate with you, which is, how do you, as you are in the legal field, are you are you using the European Commission Artificial Intelligence Directives? And how are you looking at it as you are building your own platform,
1: Pair? Oh, that that's a very interesting question uh uh we of course we we, we buy every time we approach and sell to a larger corporation, in particular we get all these uh, uh assessments and that's both on security and but also on compliance with all these kind of um uh, we'll call it um Formal policies within EU or within other companies and so on, uh, countries ensuring and, and that we, we we build an AI that's going to be, uh, which is built in a good way and it's going to be acting in the in the way that we wanted to and so on. Um, so so that that's usually where we uh, where we get into that uh, uh, that kind of of, of documents. Uh, but it's it's a world that changes really rapidly uh, and in particular now since. Uh, since ChatGPT came, first we had a lot of people being really, really excited about uh, the whole things you can do, and then people start to realize, well, so is this now when it's going to start develop itself and kill us, pretty much? And and I think that's in some cases a bit over it bit too much, but but in in other cases, I think it's became some good discussions here, really on on on. Um, both, who owns what we train them on, like artists producing paintings, and then you train a robot on those paintings to start painting, and then that will compete with those artists actually. So who train it initially, all these kind of things is is really really interesting. Uh, or and also someone compared it to when we had this, the the dolly, the the sheep, uh, where we your countries came together quite rapidly and said, no country may. Uh, no one may actually produce a copy of a human being, and that kind of stopped that uh, field of, of science because we all said that. Well, we are not really mature for that right now. I guess that that kind of things also, that kind of discussions to find a sound level of it, uh, is is kind of necessary too, or, or and quite welcome to to start. But but it's a very new area, uh, and uh, things happen quite rapidly. Uh, so. But uh, as, every time there is something coming from the EU, stuff like that, I guess it's well thought through it and, and, and uh, at least brings us further uh, a bit every time.
0: Well, you are, you are so right. I mean, when I look at the commentary coming through um, LinkedIn, um, it's fascinating the you know encouragement and the fear around generative AI. Yeah. Um, Partly, I think, because people don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And my view is, uh, you know, tools like this are very useful for augmentation and automation, but you can't let the platforms do all your work. You have mm-hmm. to check whatever is coming. And for me, what I realized with those tools is actually expert like you and I, you know, feel are more likely to be able to identify where the system is, giving us wrong answers Mm -hmm. than young people who are Mm -hmm. still learning, educating themselves around Mm -hmm. the world they are living in and the experiences they are Mm -hmm. building to, you know, alongside their career. And so that is where it's going to be interesting. Experts will know how to use a system to drive automation and efficiencies. You know, novice uh, players, will Mm -hmm. find themselves hurt if they actually do not do their research thoroughly.
1: But but things will always develop. And and, I mean, the level we're on today, we have this kind of concern. Uh, We had the same concern. I saw this documentary from the 70s, actually. It was a a documentary on on Swedish public TV. Uh, In short, it it stated that what's going to happen now with the individual rights since we started to digitize. And that was in the 60s, 70s. Uh, the same question is be coming up now and the same question will be coming in the future because it, we don't really read, reach a steady state. This is where it is. Those who are young today and always today, they will be the experts in the future, but then they also will have young novice people. Uh, and so it's going to be, I think it's just like the way you need to jump on the train to start using AI, as I talked about before. Like you can't just sit and wait for the product to be done and ready. We also the legislation and and how we look at AI has to be a constant project, a constant discussion, because it's not gonna be well. Now we're done. Let's work through this document here, and then we're happy.
0: Indeed. And so, where do you see the future going now, uh, Pair? So, I would like you to, to to tell us where you hope the future to be going and uh, how you as a business we scale and enable others to to learn from Mm likely and develop much more uh, stronger businesses
1: well uh, using ai you mean specifically or
0: using ai using legal form of ai
1: yeah well i think i think that may i mean any business today there's kind of a popular thing right now that you say well we should also have something with ai we should also have that. I mean, I, I get a lot of contacts from platforms saying that we, we should have stuff with AI or we should do this and that, but nobody, a lot of them has not, haven't really thought through what they want. The first step you really need to look into if you want to implement something for commercial needs here, is that you see, okay, what kind of application is viable today? Because a lot of them coming asking for AI or wanting AI or dreaming about that to, to see that we need, need to get that to become a successful company. They, they are starting to wish for things that would require that they start making research in these areas as well. And that's something else than building an AI product. Research is, that's where you see Google, Facebook, and all these chat GPT and so on, building new things, putting a product on the market that is taking the kind of building blocks that are available today and then ensuring that they are always the state-of-the-art version. Um, so, so I think that looking forward 24 months for for legal sector or any other sector companies need to start sit down and think okay what do we want to have and what would be a a normal feature that we could use today to provide value for our customers today that could fit into a business model today and think about that now and then have this constant uh, discussion ongoing like to see okay now so now we are three years later how should we do it uh, um, how should we shake these things and, and move on? Uh, so I think that's that's kind of the the future here. You you have to be on the train. You have to you can't sit and wait for the ready product. You have to uh, constantly evolve these things because it's AI is becoming a big building block for any kind of organization, any kind of product that you you are you're dealing with.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. So um, looking back mm-hmm. there, if you could change something over the course you know, of the past 24 months when you actually was shaping Legly to where it is today, mm-hmm. what would that be?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I think uh, for us, perhaps a bit of a marketing thing. Maybe we should be more, uh, should have thought about other things, uh, things in a different way on, on some areas. Maybe we should had uh, moved faster into this portfolio analytics. We we uh, we, but we also been in our history on from the very beginning, from us having a need, we were waiting for a customer to ask for something to see that this is something requested, developing things on where we see that the customers or companies are uh, needing today. Uh, So so I can't say that we did it wrong in a way, but I I think that uh, some the 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 way people are really looking for uh or this bulk analysis uh that, that uh, has has struck me quite a lot and i think we should have done that uh, maybe a year sooner or so on. At the same time we've also been the few times where we've been a bit too far and and where the the market is not really ready for it perfectly and we had to wait for like three and six months it has to come something like the chat gpt for people to wake up and realize well oh so it can do all these things well then maybe that could be interesting too so so every time that happens it's good for us because then that brings the expectations uh, of the market much much further and then we are feeding we can feel that uh, expectation uh much better as well so
0: yeah 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 we well we need too much uh, demands again expectation as mm-hmm. the world we are living in is definitely more predictive, leveraging mm-hmm. technologies such as artificial intelligence, among others, right? Thinking mm-hmm. about cloud, computing, the mm-hmm. blockchain and all those things coming together to build, I guess, businesses, which probably will be very different from what we are used to 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 mm-hmm. have in the past. And probably focusing more on a software as a service model where people mm-hmm. can just take what they need when they need it, which is also your business model. Mm-hmm. Pair, and making it more affordable for businesses small and large to actually get the benefit for, from a solution like yours. So any last words uh, mm-hmm. you would like to share with our listeners in and in our audience?
1: Uh, well, I, I think what well, really struck me really the last few months here with the ChatGPT coming and how we have actually changed the way we work with these things. Before, we checked like once in a month, we 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 looked at things, uh, how is things develop, uh, evolving? As one of our developers said, something came, uh, a, a, some good, birch came uh, some years ago, and then we went to take a coffee and suddenly you come back and everything is just running really, really fast. Uh, I, I think that any advice here is that if you are having a, some type of business where you're looking to, you can see a concrete need for AI, where AI can actually produce something, you need to get on it. You need to ensure that you do structure. You don't have to build the whole thing right now, maybe, but start thinking these terms, realizing what what kind of data would that mean that we need? How do we need to structure the data? Getting some overall understanding of how to do these things. Uh, and uh, and then you will be... Then it doesn't really matter when you get on the train. That Then you can use the latest data technology at any time. But if you don't think these things, if you just need to wait and then come up with a good idea on after a glass of red wine, then it's just not gonna work. You you AI is not magic. It's still is some some uh, statistical models that you need to use and but you need to understand how to use them. Uh, and I think that's really really key for for the success of any company that may use AI in the future.
0: Thank you, Per. So where can we find you? Well
1: we have the webpage legally.io Naturally, um, or just Google online contract review. I guess we're one of the top searches there. Uh, and uh, otherwise, ever in Copenhagen or southern Sweden, uh, we have a also an office in Stockholm. Actually, so so anywhere in Sweden, come by for a coffee and uh, and uh, you can meet my colleagues, they are even bigger AI nerds than I am. So so uh, that, <laughs> that could be an interesting chat for anyone.
0: That's good to know. And when I visit the Sweden, which I love Stockholm and uh, also Copenhagen in Denmark. I spent a lot of many years of my life uh, working there. I will definitely drop in. Well, thank you, Per, for joining us on Scouting for Growth. Thank you, Sabine. If you like this podcast, subscribe now, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed it, please give it a five-star review. Also, if you want to cover any specific subject with me, contact me on Instagram under Sabine VDL Officials or LinkedIn under Sabine Van Der Linden. Thank you.